The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Shady Rays. Go to Shady Rays and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Again, ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off at two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Roster brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast, Taylor Made Sell 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver to enter today's to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. And we're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join, join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, April 5th, currently 5.08 on the East Coast, here to break down the MLB schedule for the Thursday games. And I almost completely butchered the uh, opening ads there, but joining me, I've got the young team with me tonight. Malcolm has the night off. First joining me. You guys know him as the voice on the college football and basketball experience and the college baseball experience, all things college. Noah Beanick. Noah, what's going on, my man? Thanks for the great intro, Moonoff, and happy birthday, by the way. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. And also joining us, you guys know him, of course, on the voice uh, here on the MLB Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast. It's Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, what's going on, brother? What's going on, boys? Good to be with you. And yeah, Munoff, uh, as Jenner says he is, he's burying the lead. It's his birthday. So everyone wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's 35 years around the sun. I appreciate all the no text and all the I was all the two messages. years off when we guessed it yesterday. Yeah, I, th- I think I oh, said 32 said yesterday. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, appreciate you guys still think I, I uh, look young and maybe uh, – feel young too still but yeah it's uh it's been another day in paradise but it, the weather has just been so shitty here i know dylan you know we're talking about it offline but it's really been it's been raining on and off it's gonna be like that throughout the night but uh we had some day baseball today man uh i guess interesting one game got postponed which was the reds and the cubs in cincinnati i know they had some bad weather there but um a couple of games or actually a lot of games already Cotton hit the final um, raise uh, another day, another victory for them. They get the seven to two victory. It was to Corbin. So you are immediately took the team total overs for the raise and also uh, the run line for the raise. They get the job done with in uh, uh, two Braves and other two victory. Rangers 5-2 victory. A lot of 5-2 five, five, victories today. Um, uh, Mets take a fall 7-6. to six. But, uh, yeah, it's been great. No, I wanted to uh, kind of dive right into it, my man. You put out a very interesting video with some good stats backing up. Kind of what we've seen the first two weeks, um, or at least the first week or so here in uh, Major League Baseball with all the rule changes and stuff. I'm not going to take your thunder away, but why don't you kind of uh, dig into what uh, the video, whatever you want to talk about, you post your post. Yeah, I mean, so 
first off, is it me or Moonoff's connection, Dylan? Uh, is Dylan <laughs> no, it's, going? It's, or it's, is he it's, going it's, Robo? It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moonoff, uh, do you want to try to reconnect while I play the video and then log back in, try to refresh your feed? Yeah, I'll do All that. Right. All right. We'll, cool. we'll run it then. Changes this year. Did the MLB overcorrect its issue of lack of offense? Are we seeing more home runs this year? Why are we seeing an average of 13.6 runs scored per game in Boston during April? We all know that the MLB deployed disguised pizza boxes as its new bases, which in turn entices teams to attempt stealing more bags. The MLB also removed the defensive shift, which is increasing league-wide batting average. But did Rob Manfred tamper with the baseball again without telling us? Are we seeing juiced baseballs again? How did Max Scherzer give up back-to-back-to-back home runs in the same game? On Tuesday, a tweet from Codified Baseball showing a graphic from Baseball Savant displaying the estimated drag of MLB baseballs showed that in some extreme cases, we are seeing this year's balls traveling 10 feet further than last year's balls used in April. This tweet has garnered over 62,000 views and fans are now in a frenzy. I went and looked at the stats league-wide through the first six days of this year's season and compared them to last season. Here's what I found. Batting average is up 18 points from last year, on-base percentage is up 15 points, and slugging percentage is up 30 points. So does that translate into an increase of home runs? So far, it has not. In 2022, there was 152 home runs hit through the first six days, and only 154 home runs have been hit so far in 2023. Surprising to me, the average exit velocity is down compared to 2022, but stolen bases are up 52% and runs are up 13%. One turn through the starting rotation, Rob Manfred and the MLB are seeing the offensive increases they want without juicing the baseball. If this continues throughout the rest of the season, this could be the most successful thing to happen during Manfred's tenure as commissioner. So, yeah, I mean, the big thing for me, why I went on such a uh, big scuba dive, as SGPN has kind of coined the term lately, uh, just diving in deep, is... uh, you know, a lot of people are freaking out, and we've seen a ton of high-scoring games so far this year. Personally, I think it's just been, like, this April, I know we're talking about shitty weather today, but overall, it's kind of been a little bit warmer and, you know, uh, less 30-degree games and more 70-degree games. It was 70 degrees in the Midwest. Um and in the Northeast in Boston, they had a couple of sunny games. And usually in April, the Northeast is miserable. But they were putting up 13 runs a game <laughs> in both of the opening series against the uh, Orioles and Pirates. And all three teams, I don't know if they're really going to be as explosive offenses as they've shown us throughout the first two weeks. Or, yeah, first two weeks. So I... I took it upon myself to kind of go looking back and, you know, I think it really is just the weather and stolen bases are up. Averages are up. So as you're moving guys ahead uh, to second base, the averages, you're getting more hits, you're knocking more runners in. So that's the, uh, I guess the conclusion of that research. I think we've also seen, and you guys let me know if my connection is still kind of shocky because I'm still getting a Wi-Fi uh, symbol here, but um, I think you nailed it when we talked about, and I think we talked about this in the preseason. We're doing the previews that we're going to see a lot more action on the basis, right? Whether that's stolen bases or you know just more activity on the basis, which I think is leading to more runs being scored. 
Um, and I know we've been talking about that in the Discord as well, right? Like stolen base prop markets and things like that. So I think that's something that, Noah, I, I'm sure you're going to keep up with it as we kind of get more data and, and stats and you're under our belt. So I think that's something for us to definitely revisit. But yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like we've seen more balls that are being juiced. Like we saw, what was it, prior to last season where there was just an exponential amount of runs and home runs being hit. Um, Dylan, I don't know if you have any thoughts on on, on the video or just general uh, offense being up. Yeah, I heard it on Twitter. A lot of people are saying there's more runs than normal, but diving deep like what Noah did, it's very interesting to see where it's not very many more home runs than you would expect. I know uh, Scherzer gave up three home runs back to back to back, but it, it's kind of similar to last year where it's kind of identical, the numbers. So I, and exit velocity, too. That was a very interesting point as well in, mm -hmm. in the video. So love Noah diving into it, and I appreciate the analytics. But, uh, yeah, it's very interesting because everyone on Twitter and everything that I read, everyone's saying the, the balls are juiced again, this, that, and the third. But if you actually really look at it, there's not too much difference from last year to this year, which is very interesting. Yeah, and I, a note that I took out of the video because the video just got too long at one point. Um, it's just a very small very very small sample size we're only one time through the order and some aces have pitched twice but uh six days through the season it's uh just interesting enough because we've seen now every starting pitcher unless there's one starter with an injury in uh various cases but uh everybody's gotten able to pitch once in what is usually the worst month for weather and offense is up but home runs are not so it's a it's actually exactly what the MLB wanted, and the game times are a half hour shorter too. So yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so something I will uh, you know keep up with uh, um, as far as you know what Noah digged up and just just really deep analytics. I know a lot of our our listeners uh, and fans appreciate it, but yeah, I definitely enjoy that. So definitely again, check it out on Noah's um, on his on his Twitter account if, if you um, want. The fantasy yeah. baseball podcast is for you guys. Baseball money is fake. Yep. Uh, all right, guys. Before we get into the eight-game schedule for Thursday, let me tell everyone about Shady Rays. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world cup world-class product that's just as good as any expensive wear that we've ever worn durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures that's not all shady rays is offering the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose uh, or break your pair even on day one when you get them they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked wear your shady race with confidence because they have your Back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pair of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. 
All right, guys, get into the schedule for Thursday. Uh, shorter than usual. We only have eight games on the schedule, two of which have already been postponed. So the two games that are postponed are the Yankees and the Orioles and the Astros and the Minnesota Twins. So we'll get um, we'll kick it off. I mean, another day of day baseball on Thursday. First game on the board, 110 Eastern start between the Boston Red Sox headed to Detroit to take on the Tigers. I am currently seeing lines right now, uh, starting, starting pitchers, I should say. Chris Sale is on the mound for the Red Sox, and Spencer Turnbull is on the mound for the Detroit Tigers. Minus 155 in favor of the Boston Red Sox, plus 135 for the Detroit Tigers at home as an underdog. Over-under set at eight. Noah, I will let you lead this one off with your Tigers, my man. All right, so this is the home opener for us. Um and we're coming off a series win against the world defend uh, world champion Astros Munaf. Um, so Detroit Tigers in their home openers, it's been quite magical lately, uh, to say the least. We had two years ago, Miguel Cabrera had a home run in the snow. Um, they won that game three to two against the Cleveland Guardians. And then uh, just last year, Javier ba- Baez walked off the Chicago White Sox with a home run. So, uh, the, the Tigers overall in the last 14 years are 12 and two in their home openers, even though they've been shit for probably six or seven of the last of them. So uh, something, something magical, I, I would say it's, it's not, it might not making sense in my opinion, but we have uh, Miguel Cabrera batting 291 with four home runs and 55 at bats against Chris sale. But that's pretty much it in the pitcher versus batter stats. Uh, these two, pitchers that have not really faced each other's rosters um and for sales case it's mainly just the lack of experience from the tigers lineup um we've been taking these red sox overs lately and it makes sense since they have the sixth best team ops in the league with an 836 um and now i thought both chris sale and spencer turnbull would have good years coming off of injury they both got blasted in their first start um I wouldn't blame you if you took the over here, but I'm just going to go ahead and take my Tigers plus 135 at Caesars on the money line on opening day. Dylan, what do you got for this game? Yeah, tough one to handicap. You know, <clears throat> the Red Sox, they just got swept by the Pirates at home. Now they have to travel to Detroit. Didn't know Detroit was so successful on their home openers. And, yeah, they're just coming off a series where they uh, took two or three from the Ashos. I agree with Noah. It might be worth taking a shot with the Tigers. Continue to fade the Red Sox. Even take them first five plus a half. I think that's a good way to play it as well. I don't know about the over just because we saw the Red Sox bats not come to life these past two games. So I don't know about the over, but I do like the uh, Tigers here at home. Yeah, I think a team ride here. I think there's a lot of value here on the Tigers. I mean, uh, Noah mentioned it. Chris Hill just didn't look very good. Uh, in his first start uh, for the Red Sox. And Trevor also pointing out he's just he's not going to be his old self like he was prior or the year the um, Red Sox won the title back in 2019. I mean, after all the injuries that he's kind of dealt with, uh, it just hasn't been very good for Chris Sale and um, at least Chris Sale on the mound. Um, depending on the weather, I'd probably lean towards it over in this game. Um Like Noah mentioned, the offense was able to break out against the Astros. And we know Astros traditionally over the past couple of years have had one of the better pitching rotations and they were able to score some runs and even win some ball games against them. So uh, I think Red Sox can find their offense here as in Detroit as well, going up against uh, Spencer Turnbull there. 
But um, I, I do like the Tigers. I think we do see some value here at plus 135. I will say my area, just like the rest of the country, really, is getting pelted by rain right now. Yeah. Last night, my basement flooded at about 1030 at night. I posted that on Twitter as well. That was not very fun, cleaning it up. But We also have 13-mile-an-hour yeah. winds blowing in, too. In Detroit. Okay, there we go. All right. Uh, all right, let's go over to the next game of the night. We have the Miami Marlins. They are headed to uh, New York to take on Dylan's Mets. I'm currently seeing Edward Cabrera is going to be on the mound for the Marlins. And Tyler Miguel gets a start for the New York uh, Mets. Currently seeing lines of plus 135 for the Miami Marlins, minus 155 for the New York Mets. Total is also set at eight in this game. Dylan, take us away, my man. Yeah, I'll be at the game, so I got to have some action on it. You can't go to a game and not have action on it. So I uh, don't really want to back the Mets right now. They just got swept by the Brewers. They're not playing good baseball. Their bats finally came to life a little bit uh, with Pete Alonzo, Francisco Lindor hitting some uh, RBIs today. But uh, I do like the over 7.5 at minus 120. I set my total at 7.8. I did make the Mets a favorite at minus 150, so maybe some value here with the Fish as well. The Mets did win uh, the game last week where Cabrera pitched. He gave up only two runs on two hits in four innings. He did walk six batters, so maybe look towards a Cabrera walk prop or an under his strikeout prop. But uh, I feel like if Cabrera keeps walking batters like he did last time, I think we have a good shot here to get on to the over. Uh, Should be a nice day in Queens. Two of the last two of the four games in the first series between these two clubs did go over the number as well. So I, I lean fish and I like the over. Uh, yeah, he actually f- started or yeah, Edward Cabrera this season already against the Mets, right? Um, yeah. Four yeah. innings. Yeah. Two earned runs, two hits, six walks in that game. So, yeah, I think uh, Dylan's correct. Maybe look at a uh walks prop for edward cabrera i do agree about the over as well over seven and a half uh definitely shop around i think there's still some seven and a halves out there uh do see some eights already out there so it's on the move but i, I agree about the over in this game Noah, anything for this game between the marlins and the mets i would probably lean mets too they've got a batting average of 245 against cabrera he's relatively new to them but they've seen him pretty well um and pete alonzo is three home runs against him he had enough he had two tonight or two today so he's feeling really good and i like that pvb so alonzo props might not be a bad idea but yeah i'd probably land on the mets here myself uh so yeah all right before we continue the conversation here for the rest of the games in major league baseball let me tell everyone about Sword Vitality. Self-care is cool. Self-care is manly. Be proud of taking care of yourself. 40% of men are affected by impotence at age of 40, and nearly 70% of men are affected by the age of 70. Stop buying those highly suspect pills in the gas stations. Uh, no more hiding that little blue pill in your sock drawer. You manscape, but also do care, take care of the plumbing. Sword Vitality helps increase your blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man. It's time to become a Sword Vitality man if you aren't experiencing erections in the morning. Talking about Sword Vitality should be as comfortable as anything else men talk about to their partners. You like to hike, you love watching football, and you also use Sword Vitality. They have three main benefits to help out men. Increase blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man in the bedroom. Sword Vitality can help increase your stamina, and you don't have to hide it. You can be proud of it. 
unsheathed your sword, visit swordvitality.com and use promo code SGPN for a very nice discount at checkout. That's swordvitality.com using promo code SGPN. The Masters officially start on Thursday, and we are brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast and their tailor-made driver contest. The contest is completely free to enter, and you have a chance to win an awesome tailor-made driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April 8th, so make sure you get in by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. I think it's important to mention that we uh, touch on Jazz Chisholm getting yeah, go uh, knocked up in the Mets game or in the Marlins game today. He slid in the second head first. I think he hit like his upper collarbone, uh, maybe even a head on um, the other player's shin. So we'll we'll see if he's playing or not. But another reason why you could like the Mets in that game too. Yeah, I, I know there was a lot of hype around uh, Jazz Chisholm before the season, um, but hopefully it's nothing too serious uh, for the Marlins and himself. Hopefully he can get back on the field sooner rather than later. Uh, all right, guys, let's get over to the next game of the night. Let's go over to the game between, or I should say afternoon, between the San Francisco Giants and the Chicago White Sox. This is going to be a 2-10 Eastern start. Uh, looking at the projected pictures in this game i am currently seeing it will be alex wood left-handed pitcher for the san francisco giants and lance lynn gets a start for the chicago white Sox. uh plus 115 on the money line for the visiting team the giants here and a minus 135 home favorite for the chicago white Sox. another 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 i'm sorry total of eight in this game um I'll leave this one off. Alex Wood, left-handed pitcher. This is going to be his first start of the season for the San Francisco Giants. Last season, he was 8-12 and with a 5.10 ERA. On the road last season, 5-7 uh, and seven with an ERA of 5.51. So he was a little bit worse uh, on the road than he was um, in San Francisco. He did face the AL Central at least actually four times last season. He was 2-2 two and two in this game with a 5.95 ERA. Uh, Lance Lynn had a great start against the uh, defending champs, the Houston Astros, where he did go five and two thirds innings in that game. Did allow three hits, two earned runs, six strikeouts, and four walks in that game to the Houston Astros. Last season, he was four and three at home with a 4.05 ERA, uh, six and three with a 3.84 ERA during the day. I think that's good, something good to point out about Lance Lynn. Uh, he did face the Giants last season. Go, um, Let's see here. Six innings didn't allow hits in that game. Two walks and five strikeouts. Um, I've loved Lance Lynn early. We've talked a lot about over the past several seasons. You guys know this as well, right? Like White Sox against left-handed pitching. And I think this is an opportunity for the White Sox to uh, do what they did today. I know they put up seven runs in that game against the Giants. I like what I've seen from Lance Lynn. I thought this number would be bigger for uh, Lance Lynn. And the White Sox at minus 135, but I do like the money line here for the White Sox. Also, would probably look at a White Sox team total in this game. Uh, Dylan, you got anything for this game between the Giants and the White Sox? 
Yeah, I like the White Sox here as well. I, I'm I agree 100% about the line. It kind of seems a little little uh, mystery just because I made him a minus 170 favorite. I got him at minus 125. Still, I see minus 130s out there. Uh, Alex Wood is just not a guy you want to back on the road. Uh, 551 ERA on the road last season. And I didn't think Lance Lynn pitched that bad either in his first start. So uh, we know how the White Sox hit lefties, like you mentioned. Uh, I think their bats came alive today with Dylan Cease on the mound. So I'll take a shot here with the South side. I like the Red Sox, uh, the White Sox, excuse me, here as well. Noah, what do you got? We'll make it a team ride. I love the White Sox too. And since I'm remembering, let's let's make it the first trumpets of the season. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, he's shaking his head. Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> no, it, 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 every time I hear the song now, it's just like knives in my back. So. Oh, I love Poor it. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys already mentioned it. It's the White Sox against the lefty. And also this Giants uh, lineup only has a uh, 154 team batting average collectively against Lance Lynn in Lynn's career. He had a great start against the Giants last year in 2022. Uh, he went six innings, only gave up three hits, and he had five strikeouts in that. So um, I'm I'm all over the White Sox tomorrow. Yep, love it. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the afternoon. It is going to be a – let me go to Thursday – same time, 2.10 Eastern start. It's going to be the Toronto Blue Jays and the Kansas City Royals. Starting pitchers probable for this game are Kevin Gossman for the Toronto Blue Jays, and Jordan Lyles gets the start for the uh, Kansas City Royals. Minus 180 road favorites here for Kevin Gossman and the Blue Jays, plus 155 on the money line for the Kansas City Royals. Total is currently sitting at 8.5 with a little bit of VIG on the over at minus 120. Uh, Noah, lead us off with this game. Each of these active rosters have faced the starters plenty before. Uh, the Royals only have a 190 batting average collectively against Kevin Gosman, whereas the Blue Jays, they have a team batting average of 284 against Jordan Lyles. Kansas City also has a 503 bullpen ERA so far this year, good for 22nd in the MLB. My pick here is Toronto minus one and a half on points bet. It's minus 105. Um, and keep an eye out for Kevin Gosman's strikeout props as Kansas City has a 25% strikeout rate to start the season. That's the ninth most in the MLB. And Gosman also has a career K percentage of 34% against these Royals. Also, Matt Chapman, he's hitting 429 with five home runs and 21 at bats against Jordan Lyles. Brandon Belt, six for 18. He's batting 333 versus Lyles. And Vladdy Jr., three for nine with a home run. Love it, Dylan. Yeah, I'm going to be on the under here. I got a nine. I still like under eight and a half. I set my total at 8.2. Uh, Gosman, he was good in his first start. Six innings, only giving up three runs, struck out seven. I do like the strikeout prop. What's the most you would go up to, Noah, real quick? I'd probably go six and a half. All right. Like anything right. below six and a half, I'd take. Yeah, so I'll keep an eye on that as well. I do like that. Uh, Lyles had a good outing as well. Five and one-third innings is uh, first time out. One run given up on five hits. The unders three and two in the Royals' first five games. I even like the first five under. I see fives out there. A little chalky at uh, minus 150, but I think we see a pitcher's duel in this one, at least in the first half. So I like the first half uh, under, and I also like the full game under. Yeah, Lyles last season... Um... 
against the Blue Jays actually had three starts against them. He went two and one with a 5.63 ERA, 13 strikeouts in those three appearances. But what kind of stuck out to me in those three uh, starts that he had last season against the Blue Jays, he allowed five total home runs. In every single one of those games, he gave up a home run to Matt Chapman. And that home yet for Blue Jays. So if he doesn't get uh, on, say, E, it might be an opportunity where he gets odds against a that he had some great success against last season, Matt Chapman. So that I was looking at this was either first five team total over for the Blue Jays or full game team total over for the Blue Jays, again, depending on weather. But also, we will bat um, home run prop for tomorrow against Jordan Lyles. Anything else for this game, guys? Nope. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Next game on the board, we've got the uh Cincinnati Reds two uh sorry 305 Eastern start uh looking at the lines for this game I'm seeing I don't have lines for this game you guys have lines for this game don't you see anything for the Reds tomorrow yeah I see lines uh Phillies minus 190 plus 165 for the Reds over under is at seven and a half all right, take us away. Run line is run lines plus one hundred five for the Phillies too. Yeah, and then minus one thirty for plus one and a half for the Reds. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yes, it's a wait and see for me. Uh, to take the Reds at a home puppy, I only made the Phillies a minus one eighty favorite, so need about five to ten cents right here, but. I, I kind of like taking the home dog right or the road dog right now. I don't feel comfortable back in the Phillies right now. I know they won on Tuesday, but they lost again today. Until they turn things around, I, I can't back them. Where whereas the Reds, they've been playing some competitive baseball. Like they led up the whole game yesterday until the seventh, which it was just a debacle. But I, I like Nick Lodolo as well and the way he pitched in his first start. Maybe look towards the Lodolo K prop. He did fan nine pirates in his first start. Got a lot of swing and miss guys on the Phillies. And like I said, I just got to see the Phillies put it together, put it together a few wins in a row before I back them, especially at a minus 180, minus 190 price. I'm strictly playing the number here, so I'll take the Reds here on the money line. Noah? Yeah, uh, basically retweeting uh, what Dylan said about uh, Hunter Green. I would be looking into his strikeout percentage or strikeout props because you have Schwarber, and um, Marsh, Stott, and Castellanos, and maybe Stubbs. I don't know if he's going to start this game. All of those guys have strikeout percentages of over 30% so far this season. Um, like Dylan said, there's a lot of swing and miss in this team. However, I might go the other way. I think that the Phillies are due for some positive regression. Um, and green just kind of, he doesn't really miss many bats, um, as of right now. So I know I kind of just contradicted myself with the strikeouts. I mean, the Phillies swing and miss a lot. It's, it's really tough game to handicap for me personally. I I think the Phillies would probably win best look is green strikeouts, nothing over five and a half. But real yeah. quick, I apologize, Noah. I, I when I handicapped the uh, game, it was Nick Lodolo, so my bad. It is Hunter. I still like Hunter Green shock air props as well. 
Yeah, it's just the Phillies lineup. Where where are they at right now? Um, they are. My page is not loading. Um, what are you looking for? Strikeouts. Yeah, they're the Phillies. Um, tenth in the MLB right now, twenty five percent. So they're. A, a nice team to fade or look to take a pitcher with strikeouts currently in the MLB. So uh, I didn't have much for this Reds and Phillies game either. So uh, again, like no, or sorry, Dylan mentioned, we don't know if it's Hunter Green or if it's Nick Lodolo, but I'm now seeing Hunter Green's going to get the start here. So um, I don't think, I don't think you can get away from either like Hunter Green strikeouts or his walks like it's either or with this guy like he's either in control or he's gonna like have like three walks in the game but uh yeah. yeah i'll dig into that more all right three games left here guys let's get over to the next game of the night i have the washington nationals they are headed to colorado uh, i think it's their opening uh game as well because i know it they've is. been on the west coast um this is gonna be a 410 eastern start between the Nationals and the Rockies. I am currently seeing starting pitchers of JoJo Gray. Josiah Gray is going to be on the mound for the Nationals and Kyle Freeland on the mound for the um, Colorado Rockies. Look at the lines for this game. Minus 135 home favorites for the Colorado Rockies. Plus 115 for the Washington Nationals. Total is set at 10 and a half. A little bit of VIG on the over at minus 115. Run line, minus 1.5, plus 135 for the Rockies. Plus 1.5, minus 155 for the Washington Nationals. Noah, take us away on this one. So, like you mentioned, this is the Rockies' home opener. They're 2-5 and five in their last seven home openers. Um, Kyle Freeland is on the mound, and he's notorious for not pitching as well at home. Um, as we know, when you pitch at Coors, you can lose up to three inches of vertical movement depth in high altitude on your pitches. Josiah Sounds Gray's like number one pitch. Sort of vitality. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's Josiah Gray's number one pitch um, from his first start this season was cur- was the curveball. He threw 27 of them, and it was good for 31%. It's going to be interesting to see how he adjusts um, his pitch repertoire here going to Colorado. After all, he gave up five earned and in five innings in his first start, so maybe there are some adjustments to be made in general. Um, in his career, Gray has made one start at Coors Field, pitching 5.1, giving up three earned. He had three walks and four strikeouts in that game. I'm going to lean to the Nationals plus 115 on the money line. You can find that at DraftKings and over 10.5. That's a wild number, so I'll stay away, but that's just kind of where uh, some of my handicap pointed me to today. Yeah, he had one start last season, did Kyle Freeland against the Nationals. But this was in Washington where he wasn't didn't turn out to have a good outing, I should say. Five and two thirds, seven hits, five earned runs, four walks in that game. He's had back to back starts against the Nationals where he's had back to back games of four walks. So I, I think you gotta take the value here on the Nationals as well. I don't trust Kyle Freeland uh at home. I think last season he had an ERA of six, if I'm not mistaken, uh at home at Coors Field. Uh, so I'll be able to go with the road puppy here as well. Dylan, what do you got for this game? 
I'm going to be on the Lone Island. I'm going to take the Rockies here on the money line. I think it's a good price as well. I made him a minus 155 favorite, and I thought Freeland was good in his first start against a very good lineup in the Padres. He didn't allow a run in six innings, only gave up three hits, and I think he'll have success against a bad Nationals team. You know, they they only scored, what, two runs today. They scored six yesterday, but usually when they lose, they usually lose by two or more runs, so... Minus one and a half at plus 140, 140, I think is worth a sprinkle as well. I like the over 10 and a half. We got 11 mile an hour winds blowing out to right field. I set my total at 11.3. So I'm on the Rockies. I'll take them at home. We know how good they are at home when they play there. So I'm going to take the Rockies here. And I also do like the over. For what it's worth, I, I kind of just breezed by it. Freeland is a sinker baller. So that's his number one pitch. He threw it 27% of the time. Um, no, he threw 27 pitches 36.5% of the time during his first start. He pitched great, but notoriously mm-hmm. just not as good at home. That's what yeah. I meant to say. Yeah. All right, let's get to the two nightcap games. It is going to be the first one is going to be a 7:20 Eastern start. San Diego Padres, they are headed to Atlanta to take on the Braves. Uh, currently seeing Blake Snell is going to get the start for the San Diego Padres and Spencer Strider, Malcolm's boy, is going to get the start for the Atlanta Braves. Looking at the opening lines for this game, currently seeing the Braves as a minus 165 home favorite, plus 140 on the money line for the road team, the San Diego Padres. Total is set at seven and a half with a little bit of big towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 130 for the Atlanta Braves and plus one and a half minus 150 for the San Diego Padres. Uh, Dylan, lead us off with this game, Braves and Padres. Yeah, I'm going to fade Blake Snell here in the first five innings. I'll take the Braves first five minus a half at minus 110. I don't want to lay the full game price. So going with the Braves here to have the lead going into the sixth inning. Blake Snell looked bad in his first start against the Rockies, giving up three runs on six hits, and uh, he only lasted four innings. Now the Braves, they I think they have a much better hitting club than the Rockies. I think they'll be able to get to Snell very early in this game. And as for Strider, he was fantastic. I know it was against the Nationals, but he went six scoreless innings, just gave up three hits i think this is a great spot to back the braves with the better pitcher with the better lineup in the first five innings i think they'll have the lead by more than one run so i'm gonna take braves first five minus a half at minus 110 i've got nothing more to add really i'll just uh go with what dylan said braves might be a good look here i i think i'm a little bit higher on snell than he is but uh i would take strider over snell yeah I, I would too um i'm just i know the offense has really been clicking uh for the braves and i'm trying to see i don't know why this website doesn't have this up right now but um what are you what are you looking for they I'm have an 825 the they have an 825 ops which is seventh in the MLB and their WRC plus is 121. And that's against left-handed pitching. Oh, I can, I don't have it. That's sorted fine. To no, I was just curious. No, no, it's okay. Um, yeah. I, I got to go with Strider here as well. Um, you know, like Dylan mentioned, they had a really good, or he had a really good first start uh, for the Atlanta Braves. Blake Snell, um, I don't fully trust him, man. I, he just isn't, hasn't been the same guy that, 
he was with the Rays. Um, I don't know what's changed there, but it's just a guy that I, I can't trust right now. Hopefully he's able to turn around for the sake if you're a Padres fan in that pitching rotation. But at least for the uh, Braves, I mean, I think all of us were really high on this team coming in, and, and we've seen that through their first couple or the first two series so far. Um, and they look good against the Cardinals. I believe they swept them, if I'm not mistaken. So Yeah, they did. Yeah, so now they get to come back home and face another um, opponent that's supposed to be a challenger, I guess we should, uh, we can say, in the National League. So this is going to be a fun series to watch all weekend for sure. I'm going to be tuned into this one for sure. But as far as this game, yeah, uh, I'll go with the Braves, and i probably look at a Braves team total to go over in this game as well. Atlanta's WRC plus is 122, so it's mm-hmm. pretty even against lefty and righty. Um, yeah. 122 for lefty, I mean, and that's eighth in the MLB. Yep, love it. All right, last game of the Thursday schedule. It is going to be the late night game between the LA Dodgers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. A 10 10 uh, Eastern start for this game. Currently seeing the projected starting pitchers of Dustin May for the Dodgers, and then Merrill Kelly is going to get the start for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Looking at the opening lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Dodgers as a minus 150 road favorite, plus 130 on the money line for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Total is at eight and a half with a little bit of a, a little bit of vig. I'm sorry on the over, and the run line minus one and a half, plus 105 for the Dodgers, and plus one and a half, minus 125 for Merrill Kelly and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Dustin May, first start, was a great one, uh, and it was against this Diamondbacks team. He threw seven innings, uh, three hits only allowed, zero earned runs, did have four strikeouts and one walk in that game against the Diamondbacks. Um, in his career on the road, he has a 6-7 and seven record with a 3.00 ERA. Merrill Kelly in 2022, 13-8, 3.37 ERA. At home last year, 5-5 five and five with a 3.02 ERA. I think the one thing that really stuck out to me is that he just does not have a good record against the Dodgers. So Kelly in his career against the Dodgers, he's 0-9 with a 5.64 ERA. Last week in his first start against the Dodgers, three and two-thirds innings pitched, three hits, did give up four walks in that game. D-backs did win that game um, with Kelly starting, but at Chase Field in Arizona against the Dodgers in his career, 0-5 with a 5.01 ERA. And I'll just mention this quickly. Within those first five innings against the Dodgers in Chase Field, like I mentioned, the Dodgers have been up 3-0-8-3. Sorry. They've been they've scored at least three runs within those first five innings in those five starts in his career against Merrill Kelly. And they've won all those games by two or more runs um, in four of those five games. So pretty simple for me here. I'm going to continue fading Merrill Kelly against the Dodgers. Give me the run line minus one and a half plus one oh five and first five innings team total over. Hopefully it's two and a half for the Dodgers. Maybe a little bit juice there, but I do like that number as well. Noah, anything for this game between the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers? So, even though he struggled, he didn't really get hard, uh, hit hard. Merrill Kelly against the Dodgers last week um, didn't give up any runs. He just didn't go very deep into the game. Um, Max Muncy in his career is hitting 429 off Kelly. Will Smith, 304. He had a home run. Uh, it was yesterday, so technically it's going to be two days ago for those listening. Um 
on Thursday. But uh, yeah, I just lean Dodgers here. I'm a big fan of Dustin May. I think he dominated the D-backs. It's hard to think that he won't do it again uh, just one week later. So I, I think the D-backs will pick up on a few things after seeing him the first time out, but I, I really believe in May, and his stuff looked disgusting last week. So going back to the Dodgers here. Dylan? Yeah, I'm going under in this game. Uh, I got a nine. I still like eight and a half. I set my total at eight solid. So I, I like both pitchers, to be honest. I think they're both two solid pitchers. They faced each other last week. Game ended 2-1. Snakes did get the win on the road. Uh, both pitchers didn't give up a run. Only six hits were given up combined by both pitchers. So I, I think Kelly is a better pitcher at home. I think I think we see a similar type of game, you know, maybe 2-1, 3-1, but maybe first five under as well. But I think we see a similar type game. So I like the under eight and a half in this one. All right. So that was the last game of the night. Again, shorter schedule here on Thursdays uh, with only eight games. Two games already got postponed, like we mentioned at the top of the show. So uh, let's close it out strong here, guys. Let's get into our lock and dog for the night. Um, Noah, why don't you lead us off with your lock and dog? All right, so I'm going to go with the Detroit Tigers as my dog. Um, Boston's not really playing like a big favorite right now, and we're getting plus 135 with Detroit currently. They're 12-2 and two in the last 14 home openers at Comerica Park. And in general, I like Spencer Turnbull. Um, I really think that he's going to have a good year this year, and it starts – I mean, the, the first start was not great, but – I think he starts to turn it around right here. Um, and Chris Sale was in the same boat as Turnbull. They both got rocked in their first op- in their first start of the year. So I like the value with the Tigers that I'm seeing there. And I've got two plays for Locke, and I feel like I might take Moon Offs here. I'm going to go with the Chicago White Sox. They're going up against the lefty. They got Lance Lynn on the mound. He's got a uh, – I mean, the Giants have a 154 batting average against Lynn collectively. So I really think that, you know, that's a good play or a first five if you want to just make sure it's the starters. But White Sox have a very good bullpen. So I'll just take the full game. Money line, minus 130. All right. Uh, D-Rock, what do you got, Mo? Yeah, I did like the White Sox as a lock as well, but I'll change it up. Let's go <laughs> with uh, – now I'm scrambling. Uh, let's go a- – uh- no, you're good. You're good. I'll, right. I'll take the Braves first five minus a half. Let's just continue to fade Blake Snell. Um, he just hasn't looked the same, uh, and I think this Braves lineup is raking right now. So at home, I like the price at minus 110, first five minus a half. And for my dog, I was going to take the Tigers as well. Uh, Let's continue to – where was it? Let's continue to fade the Nationals. I'll take the Rockies on the run line at home. Uh, I think Kyle Freeland, he pitched well. Uh, I'm not a believer in Josiah Gray. I'm sorry. So uh, I think he gets smoked tomorrow, and Rockies win their home opener. So I'll take them on the run line, plus 140. Nice plus price. All right. Um, All right, so for my – Dog, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take man. I know it was hard. No, I I do like the White Sox. You know what I'm gonna do it. Give me the White Sox run line tomorrow minus mm. one and a half at plus one sixty. Mm. Uh, that's a lot of value there at plus one sixty. Especially you know we talked about 
the White Sox having a lot of success against left-handed pitching and the struggles that Alex Wood does have. I think that momentum that they have, that they, uh, all the runs that they got um, today or they put up, I think that momentum should carry into tonight, or sorry, yeah, for Thursday night uh, also, against the Giants. To help you out, through the first yeah. six days, the Giants had the fourth worst bullpen with a 608 ERA. So. Yeah, I think we saw that today too, right? Like they were up, what, three to one? Yeah. And then they gave up four more runs uh, after the starter got pulled. So, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, White Sox minus one and a half plus 160 as my dog. Uh, For my lock, uh, I was looking for a Jays team total over, but I don't see that. Take your Chapman props, people. Yeah, definitely. I was going to mention that as well. So definitely, at least in the. Blue Jays game. Make sure to get on Matt Chapman's uh, home run tomorrow. I have uh, team totals for the Blue Jays if you want. Yeah, what do you got? So at points bets, it's four and a half uh, minus one forty five, and at Caesars, it's over five. Okay. I think weather is going to be a factor. You know what? I'm gonna. I do like the over in that Nationals and Rockies game tomorrow. Mm. I'll take the over ten and a half as my lock there. Um, I don't trust Freeland at home. We talked about it for it makes for a lot of for the Rockies pitchers. I mean, we've talked about it how they just don't do very well at home. And and no, Noah also laid out the stats there that whether you're a sinker ball pitcher or whether it's a slider, whatever the case might be, it, it's affected in the in the air there in Coors Field when you're playing in altitude. So I think runs will be put up in this game. We've seen the Rockies uh, offense flash against the Dodgers pitching and the Padres pitching over the their first two series on the West Coast. So I don't trust JoJo Gray. I'm going to be looking at a walk prop for him as well. Um, so for my lock, over 10.5 right now between the Rockies and the Nationals. Nationals bullpen, 498 ERA, 21st in the MLB. Rockies, 28th in the MLB with a 641 uh, as well. Yuck. All right. Yeah, I love it. Uh, all right, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, Dylan, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, my man? No, just hopefully I don't see another 10 nothing game tomorrow when I go to the game. But uh should be a good one. Uh, Munaf, enjoy your birthday. And, uh, yeah, everyone flood his comments. <laughs> <laughs> no, anything else? Uh, no, I, I don't have anything to add tomorrow. I'll be on the college baseball show. So it'll be Munoff and Malcolm, uh, the oh, dyma- dynamic duo back <laughs> again. He's not drunk. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no comments until I – oh, God, that's just going to be derailed tomorrow between me and Malcolm. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. So, yeah, I appreciate all the love from you guys and all of our listeners uh, with the birthday wishes. Truly, oh, truly means a lot. happy yeah. uh, Masters opening day. Ah, uh, yes. All right, I need some picks from you guys. We have some time here. Noah, who are you going with? Uh, I, yesterday I went with Spieth when Malcolm asked me. So oh, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with Spieth. He does well at Augusta, and I hear that he's the Easter Bunny. Cameron Kerr told me yes. that his, uh, he's got a couple of wins on Easter. It's going to be Easter this Sunday. So Jordan Spieth to win it, and uh, did I write down anybody else that I liked? Maybe, maybe some Cantley DFS. Mm, yeah, yeah, I like Cantley this weekend too. Now, yeah. Oh yeah, so I did. I was watching live yesterday, and and Dylan gave a stupid answer for who's going to win on Sunday <laughs> for the Masters. He gave oh a stupid answer. God. Dylan, I'm going to let you re uh, 
rec- <laughs> or redeem yourself, I should say, on who's going to win the Masters. Well, I did put a ticket in for Tiger, obviously. Um, I did put a ticket in for Patrick Cantley. Okay, there plus- we go. 14 14 to 1 i put uh victor hovland at 33 to 1 as well um i also did a little top 10 finishes as well patrick cantley top 10 at plus 150 victor holland top 10 plus 300 uh gary woodland top 10 plus 1200 as well so mm. i also like john rom a little bit as well but i'm biased i like john rom He's got his full card already. I yeah, haven't placed one bet yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't placed any bets yet. I, I was going to finalize my card tonight to uh, yeah. put it out. But this is a good reminder, guys. If you are uh, someone that does play golf or just wants a free driver, man, go ahead and enter the contest with the uh, Golf Gambling Podcast, guys. They're giving away the brand new tailor-made driver cell 2. I don't know what the hell that means. I did ask Cameron and Capper. They said it's a really nice driver. <laughs> it's a sick-ass driver. Yeah, it's a pretty sick driver from what they're telling Basically, me. Basically, so to sum it up for you, to dumb it up, it's got a carbon fiber face on the driver head, and mm. basically you can mishit it by like an inch to two inches on the driver head and it's not going to ne- negate any distance uh, mm. from your swing <laughs> how much is that if i were to go and buy it i, I think uh it's like 500 I yeah think i think regular that. sale value of most drivers i just bought one two years ago it was the last model before taylor made went to the stealth series uh i got the sim 2 it was 550 so i expect that the stealth's probably 550 or higher <laughs> It's a great driver. Yeah. So the yeah, I guess the golf gambling podcast has money to give away. But yeah, it's free to enter. You have till Sunday. Uh so make sure to go to golfgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. Again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. Um, and like uh the guys mentioned, Malcolm and I will be back tomorrow for the Friday game. So look out for us then. Uh, make sure to follow Dylan on Twitter at rock with two K's 24. Follow Noah on Twitter at 77. That's the word 70, the number seven and his initials NB. Uh, but more importantly, guys, before you get out of here, hit the smash, uh, smash the like button. And if you haven't already, leave us a rating and review, which does remind me someone left us a four star review. Oh, no. not very happy about that. He didn't Not like very the happy accent. about that. Yeah. He said, I have to get used to the guy that has the accent, but overall, these guys know their <laughs> <just> stuff. <laughs> Malcolm is just bringing this pod down. I don't know if he's going to be back next year. We're, that's it's a conversation the we'll have to have. <laughs> well, he's not even, li- I don't think the guy's actually, well, I haven't mentioned the guy's name. Who was this? Doggy Woggy 85. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that was a Doggy Woggy 85. So if you're listening, we're sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, thank. That's sorry for the accent. I wish it was a five star review, but here we are. Uh, so yeah, that just reminds you. If you haven't already left us a rating and review, please do so. We are starting to climb the charts a little bit. Um, so every rating and review does help us, whether that's on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. All right, guys, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>